This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, Geekscapers? Welcome to our brand new Geekscape episode. We're going to be talking movies, video games, comic books, television, and uh, basically everything geek, uh, if this is your first Geekscape. If it's not your first Geekscape, well, hopefully you've been listening to us for nine years, because we're going to be about to do the exact same thing for the next hour. Uh, that, that laugh is we're my, all about diversity. <laughs> that is my co-host, Kenny Craig. Uh, he's here. He had to miss last week. We had a good episode. Go back and listen to it. Yeah, it's great. And, um, and then, and then <laughs> I ben, loved all you guys. Ben Dunn is right here. Hello. And like most Geekscapes, we are joined by uh, a guest here in the studio. Uh, this week is a huge, uh, I think as far as sci-fi and uh, and geek genre stuff goes, I think he's 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 a luminary. Ooh, <laughs> Mr. Ooh Rich- I like that. <laughs> Mr. Richard Hatch. I'm luminous. Ooh. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing about you, Richard, is, um, a lo- you know, you... You started out with like TV and drama and stuff like that, and you were an, you were a theater actor, and you still are a theater actor. But I'm talking about the pre-BSG stuff in the 70s. Um, you you weren't no, known for science fiction, and then you do this uh, in 1978. You do Battlestar Galactica. It only airs one season, but it has such like a fervent audience that right. it survives all of the 80s. And I think Star Wars and Obviously, Ice Pirates is my favorite, but, <laughs> but, but Star Wars and like all, all the science fiction stuff that happened during the 80s kind of kept Battlestar Galactic alive because it was the one on TV. Right. Uh, obviously, like like uh, V, it, it was a great one. Hmm. Um, oh, man. I just for work, I had to watch uh, uh, Galactica 1980. No, no. You don't want to oh, watch that. No, no, That's the one Richard's oh, not in. <laughs> but, <laughs> flying invisible hover bikes, guys. No, I turned set in Los down. Angeles. No. Oh, my but, but here's the thing. But here's the thing with Richard. Like, like people... People could have just bailed after that one season and been like, hey, that, this, that's the show that I acted on, whatever. Right. But then in like the 90s, Rich was like, no, we got to bring it back. Yeah. We got to bring this thing back. He goes <laughs> and he pays for his own like trailer to be like, like, a, like a trailer to be shot. He gets different science fiction people involved in it for the effects, the acting. <laughs> what? Sci-fi is like, well, maybe, I don't know, I'm not so sure. Awesome. Um, and, and, and then they come out with this new BSG, you know, uh, that we all, it kind of like blew everything mm-hmm. back up. Right. And you're a part of that. But um, what would there have been this new BSG if you hadn't shaken the, the tree? You I, you know what I mean? I have no clue. Do you think Ron, I mean, because no, I mean, I mean, here's no. the thing: like, do you think Ron Moore's Battlestar Galactica that are that like the new fans love? Yeah. Do you think that would have had a, a a a snowflake's chance in hell if it wasn't people like you to kind of keep things alive through the two decades where people didn't really? Well, you know, it's really funny because back then they didn't even have BattlestarGalactica.com. Mm-hmm. They just forgotten all about it. So I got BattlestarGalactica.com. Yeah, it was .net. Started building then. a website, yeah. <laughs> and then we started 
kind of building a momentum. Went out there, we're gonna, and we we put together back in 1999 when nobody did trailers, right. unless you had a movie. And we decided to do a little, you know, cut storyboard, something with a little kind of music and you know, live act. I mean, uh, voiceover. And we went to Universal and we pitched it, and they could, they didn't even know they owned it. Number one. Well. <laughs> and then number two, they when they finally started getting around to thinking, well, okay, we we own this, but. What was it and all this stuff? We set up a meeting. We pitched it. We showed artwork, demographics. We did a whole marketing research, and they still couldn't put together what a new Battlestar could look like. We went out. I put together this this animated storyboard. Right. And then the animated storyboard grew into a trailer, and everybody thought I was crazy because nobody made trailers unless you had a movie. Right. So I, <laughs> it's just pre-YouTube, right? Yeah. And I started developing, and I got people you know, offering cameras, equipment, this, that. And and what I thought was going to be a no, you know, money production, uh, I always tell people that when you start getting more and more people involved, they want to eat. Yeah. And they want to eat all their favorite things, and they want to eat it now. And all of a sudden, all the money goes into feeding all these people. The money hose comes out to wash away all the problems. And so my little, you know, credit card was kachinging, but we spent <laughs> 18 months yeah. putting together this thing. And everybody started hearing about it at Comic-Con, DragonCon, all these places, this mythological trailer, right? Nobody believed it was real, and I when we finally played it in 2001, we had a packed room, the biggest room they had at, at Comic Con, screens going back. We played it, and there was absolute silence at the end, and I thought, oh crap, oh, they hated sucks. this. Yeah. And then we got this incredible standing ovation, seriously, wow. for like 10 minutes, and I thought, oh my god. People were crying and stuff like that. <laughs> Tears. I'm, I'm not kidding. No, Cry. I mean, I've seen these fans. Well, I, We go to Comic-Con each year. <laughs> we, we've well, seen them. It grew, and then it took us all over the country, and then all of a sudden, I'm getting calls from Miramax and Harvey Weinstein wanting to make a deal, thinking, wow. if you, you have a trailer, right. yeah. I must own them. There must be a movie right. already made. And I, I, I didn't return the call. I was, <laughs> I was terrified. I thought they were going to arrest me, put me in jail. Right. You know, because or nobody, Universal would sue you. Et nobody cetera, did yeah. fan film. I mean, this was really, it was all professionals. I got Volker Engel, you know, who did uh, special effects for ID4, um, won Academy Award for that. He came on board, helped me. Went over to landscape. I mean, um, was Walter Koenig involved in that one? No, Star Trek? no. He was involved with some of your projects. But, yeah, but I also had Dean Cundey, right. the DP for Jurassic Park. Whoa! 13. He came and shot for us. Oh my God! I had all these Jeez. people come on board, and over this 18 months, and then I started having CGI guys. I was working with all over the country, all over the world, and I threw away about 98% of it because most of it just wasn't good enough. Right. And then I finally got enough good stuff, and when I finally played it. Nobody could believe that we didn't have the movie. Mm -hmm. And the truth was, I mean, now everybody uses trailers to sell. It'll sell yeah, reels people, to sell everything. Yeah. But anyway, it, it kind of started a ball rolling. It mm -hmm. started a whole thing, and I think more and more got interested, and then the Sci-Fi Channel brought Battlestar back, and then all of a sudden there was another momentum, and then game companies and toy companies and yeah. all this stuff. Right. Merchandisers were creating all kinds of stuff, and it just kind of grew. But the truth was, they still couldn't put two and two together and think that how could there be fans out there for a year for a show that was only on right right for one season like you know it, the only real qualm i have with the remake of battlestar galactica was like starbuck no, being a chick no i don't mind that i'm not sexist it's there's no robotic bear like where's the oh, robot yeah. where's the robotic Mo bear uh the moffat moffat boxy yeah, like, no boxy, no, boxy, was, boxy the kid. was a little kid but he hung out with this robotic bear. That was a little... Daggett. Three, Dag three little monkeys took turns. I know. I saw Wait, it. actual monkeys? They were monkeys. Yeah, actual monkeys. No That's way. Right. No, no, no monkeys really? in it. Yes. 
monkeys. You, no, guys, no. you remember that, Kenny? The little There's video of it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Little, but I don't little remember monkeys. Mo- we call them little monkeys in bondage because they they hated that little suit. And if there probably, uh, you know, there's, there's probably law, law, entertainment laws today that prevent you from being able to do that. Yeah, would be killing everyone. <laughs> They'd be killing all the humans and letting the monkeys live. Like, listen, we're gonna show. have to actually find a real bear and put yeah. tinfoil on it because the monkeys. Well, no, are, today it would be Andy Serkis. You. Hey, were you really upset that they changed Starbucks to a girl? Oh no, I don't care. <laughs> okay, I, I okay. actually, I was never a fan of like the original Bastard Galactic. I never knew. Like, I I knew it existed, but I was never a fan of it until like the new one came out, and then I watched like all of it, like the, until, until the ending, and I was. Like you know what? Let's go back and watch the original. That pilot like, is perfect. Like that that first pilot, like oh, Star Galactic? that that, yeah. that mini series, like oh, the yeah, first yeah. one is like the perfect. The revamp, yeah. And, and you're yeah. just in it to win it, right? Yeah. And you, you know? yeah, I remember. And it's that. great that they had you back. It's great that they they tell the fans like, listen, mm-hmm. this is part of the history. Well, right you know, here. the funny part was is that I produced the 25th Battlestar Anniversary Convention, right, uh, mm-hmm. up at Universal, and I invited. What year was it? Ron Moore. It was 2000, 2003. Yeah. And I invited Ron Moore, Glenn Larson, Tom DeSanto. And Brian Singer, who were going to do their version, right? right which I remember a, that, which was a continuation. And they as might well. still. I think my friend yeah. Jack from Columbia is actually writing the Battlestar Galactic movie. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Now you know because Glenn Larson passed away, right? Yeah. You know that. So I don't know where the rights revert to because right. he had the movie rights. So right. it either mm-hmm. the family or it goes back to Universal. I don't know. Sure. But I think the problem was is that Tom Brian Singer wanted to have his own writer, mm-hmm. and I think Tom DeSanto was involved somewhat, but they couldn't make up their mind what what they wanted to do and my only thought was they had the original yeah they had the new one they've explored a lot of the story topography the only way they're going to bridge new ground is to go further into the show right if you started from the beginning you're going to just cover the same territory right mm-hmm. both shows covered so where would they go with it and apparently there is a script for the movie wow. yeah and i don't know you know wow but how do you go further in the story of the the remake because it just turns out to be Earth. No, no, now it's just today. It's everyday it's life. It's just everyday life. Mars. You know what? Like, like here's the thing. Like, I, I didn't I didn't get the ending of the new Battlestar Galactica. I was kind of like, Starbuck oh, was an angel. Okay. You know, I I just didn't get it. I I, I didn't I get like it. that. No. I, I I just didn't know what happened. I, I I'm not gonna say it was lost. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was a lost finale. No. But I was like. Wait, what just happened? And, yeah. and on Caprica, they didn't CGI out like the like the the um the little uh, what is it called um the the, the parking meters. And I was no, like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> is that part of the everything that came they will come again thing? There? there was a parking meters on Caprica. How like, often? How often are endings of any show good? I know. You know why? Because it's the, just breaking bad. Right? Expect- only breaking bad. That's it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's true. Oh no no no, uh, Spartacus. Yeah, Spartacus had a great ending. Powerful. I think Spartacus, Breaking Bad, and six, Mantis six were the only under. ones Mantis. that you six feet under. <laughs> Mantis. And Mantis. Mantis, Mantis, and uh, Carman. Well, those are the only ones that we liked <laughs> right there. And maybe Remington Steel. Maybe, <laughs> maybe those were the best show endings <laughs> ever. Because let me tell you, Lois and Clark. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just naming stuff you shouldn't have watched. Yeah. <laughs> Let's I, bring back Mantis. I, oh God. I have no idea what you're talking. Cleopatra 2020. You stay away from that stuff. I like the Andromeda and all that stuff that like they did. But I mean, my, my favorite sci-fi channel uh my favorite sci-fi show of all time and that's really the mission objective for next week guys. We got to tell you like what tell us what your favorite sci-fi TV show of all time is and it might be BSG. Uh, for you guys, for me, it's Farscape. Obviously, I named Geekscape after yep. Farscape, and I think that's the one that got sci-fi. I just spent the weekend with Gigi Edgy. Oh, I love oh. her. I know she's Shiana. she's really 
She's yeah. hilarious. She's a little she Australian is. girl. With the best with the best legs I have ever seen. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, hey now. Hey yeah. now. This is a No, no. She was a dancer. She we was don't amazing. Know, we, no. we don't know girls oh, on this show. Hey, oh, really? Hey, she, looks, oh, she looks really good in uh, gray. Cut that. Oh. Roll that back. Yeah. Um, but guys, your mission objective for this week, leave it as a comment on our Facebook, on our Twitter, or on our SoundCloud, is what is your favorite sci-fi uh, uh, show of all time? Because obviously we have Richard Hatch here. And when we get back after this break, we're going to be talking about his new project, uh, Loadout, going in hot. It launches tomorrow Machinima, and UPS4 owners, the video game launches at the same time. So you can do a little bit of, uh, you can kind of OD on that stuff. And we're going to tell you how to do it when we come back right after this break. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? We're back here on The Big Show with Richard Hatch. And um, I know we've been talking BSG, we talk science fiction, but what we really got to talk about is this uh, new series that launches tomorrow. It's called Loadout, Going In Hot. If you guys are listening live, it starts tomorrow. Uh, that's what, the uh, 16th of December. You guys can find it on Machinima Prime. And uh, it's based in the world of Loadout. Right, which is a PC game, but yeah. it also launches what on the PS4 Loadout? tomorrow. And Kenny, you've been playing Loadout. I just started playing it last week. I, I just played. I just played like um like two days with uh, one of my best friends because it was um it was free to play, right? Like yeah, and so uh, we were like looking for games that were just like free to play. We're like we didn't have any money, so we're like, hey, let's find so it. So you up. like it because it's cheap? No, <laughs> no. Is that what this is about? No. Is that what this is? Because <laughs> I, I started playing Marvel Contest of Champions on my iPhone, and I'm addicted to it. And it's free, <laughs> but it's like you can spend twenty dollars and get Deadpool, and I'm like, no, no, let's no, no, not no, do that. No. Um, Deadpool's yeah. worth twenty dollars. <laughs> I don't know. It's an iPhone game, but <laughs> but this is a but this rounds. is a PC game and it's also yeah, a PS4 game. It's probably, gonna, it's, it's probably going to be worth you know the, the what money. What, what, what is it? Yeah. What is it? What's uh, loadout? Um, well, the, the 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 portion the portion that we play is just like multiplayer. Um, basically, if like. Matt from Way Forward. Hilarious. Matt from Way Forward, who created the game, is like watching right you. Like, he's, <laughs> like, he's right oh behind you. Like, like I, 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 he's like this guy who's played the game twice. This guy's gonna be. This guy fucks up the plug. I'm gonna yank him away from. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna even say anything now. <laughs> you know what? The game is fun. Just fucking play so, it. So Kenny, with Matt in the room, what is his game about? <laughs> this is your challenge. Um, murdering your friends. It, there we go. Is, but is, is that, that what is that what it is? Yes. But what is it like? Like, like it, it's basically like an arena get type game yes, where you run around. And just kill the shit out of your friends. A bunch of different, like, like hilarious. Wait, like, I didn't get to kill my friends in the. Yeah, but, oh, but, but it's not people. just like That's regular true. guns. You have like, like just but like lasers friends. and a whole bunch of other guns. So there's tons and of weaponry, the, and it's like really violent, loud deaths. The, the so. death scenes are like are the oh, best shit. of all of them. Cause, and amazing uh, weapons, right? The, the the weapons are amazing, and it's like if um. It, it's like all the futuristic weapons like, uh -huh. that you would like, the stupid laser cannons, and the death scenes are the funniest things in the world. Like for playing, like for for like the two days, uh, <laughs> I just wanted I wanted to die every single time just to see my own body. You know what? Uh, I, uh, you, you, you know you know what I like the most about games now is that they have those ragdoll physics where whenever you whenever you kill somebody, like, their, bo their, their bodies like flop around. So if you if you actually use the if you if you like shoot them into the environment, they'll fold over like a like a ledge or something and like and flop you know? on the ground. Matt, Matt we, Mercer. We should have it so that oh, every Matt. time we die, we can reload into another character. So that would actually be cool. So, so loadout is the game, and I don't know how I'm going to play it because you play it with your friends, and I don't have any. But, um, but the actually, see if they pay me. <laughs> if I if I if I do if the you, if you pay me for that free to play game, I will. Um, so, lo, so loadout going in hot is the series based in the world of loadout that launches on Machinima Prime tomorrow. And like, how does that relate to the game, Richard? Well, number one, I think it's really nice because normally they have a successful movie or right. series, 
and then they throw out a half-assed game, right? Right. On the back end. Here, they're taking in a successful game, and they're going to do a live-action adaptation of it. And then we're doing a half-assed series. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. That's that's not where I was going. And And I honestly think... I honestly think it's actually a great idea because game stories are getting right more complex, right. more interesting. Yeah, it's they're like not playing just little, movies now. Yeah, they're not little superficial wraparounds of game technology. It's really more story, more character. And this chance gives us a chance to have people that are in that world getting to play in that world. Now they get to flesh out the characters, flesh out that world, bring it into a live-action adaptation like this. And I think going this direction as opposed to the other direction is a much more viable way of going. And also I think... That ultimately, if the series continues, right. it's a way of coming up with new ideas, fleshing it out, bringing up new little epiphanies and inspirations that will filter into the game. They feed each other. Yeah, you know what I mean. If somebody, if somebody, That's what if, I think. if something goes viral in the game, like let's say teabagging did for Halo, you guys, you know what I mean? Like you guys are gonna want to adapt that into the into the game and or into the series. And if let's say a costume or a small character in the series pops off, somebody's going to want to have to play him as the sure. game, or at least like buy the skin for $5. Oh, are we going to get to buy uh, Richard Hatch skin? That's, that's a possible thing. Yeah. I, I want to wear oh. his face. Yeah. <laughs> you better I have want, you better have some good ZBrush animators. On my face. I, I, want, to, I want to do face-off with Richard. Yeah, my face is coming back. You know that. You know, my, wife, my wife is face. a big Richard Hatch fan, oh. and, and I, I just think it would surprise her so much for Christmas if like she was in bed and like she went to sleep with mm-hmm. me, but like in the middle of the night, I just, I, roll, I just like I, no no I, I just roll over and I'm like hello sweetie. <laughs> well, you guys are neighbors, right? So you oh, can make neighbors. that happen in real life. <laughs> yeah, just throw rocks at my window. I'll sneak in. Go down, <laughs> go down this hatch. Like Richard, it's gonna oh. be. Oh <laughs> Lord, Kenny. <laughs> That's actually the name of my book. That's a, that's a... Find the hatch in the... Now, now we're talking about Lost again. What's in the hatch? <laughs> so, I mean, how many episodes are we going to get? And do we get them binge style all at once tomorrow? Or how many episodes are in the series? I, I think... I, uh, probably Matt could answer that question better than me. But I think this is a the original, like a pilot adaptation. Okay. And depending on the response, how people think, how they feel about it, then they would continue doing more of these. And if you guys are listening now live, uh, the trailer is up on Machinima Prime. You guys can watch the trailer for it. And also there's some like character uh, like bio minisodes too. So you can kind of get not just a little bit of what the characters are going to be like in the series, but they're also uh, what are the different uh, character types in the game? You know, what are some of the character types in the game, Kenny? Like uh, obviously like uh, this, um, this I've, reminds I've, me of... I've only played as like one big, like the main... Like the brawler? Like, yeah, like the brawler character. Uh-huh. That's, Who just that's has a ton only... of weaponry. Yeah, right. But there's probably, I'm guessing, like a stealth character yeah. and a, a sniper we character, do. Yeah, distance, do. you know. Uh, now, who do you play in the series, Richard? Well, I play the the over the top, crazy, off the wall captain like uh, James Cameron on the set of some big epic movie where he yells and oh, screams. Oh, James Cameron! And, it's just James oh, yeah. Cameron. So you play Michael Bay. What he does is More he does whatever though, he has to do enough. to take this really crazy, off the wall, very brilliant crew. That uh-huh. are brilliant in different kinds of things. Right. One, but he can have camouflages. He can create any kind of a, ca- a subterfuge. So each of the characters is a different character type from the different game. Different things. That's cool. One, one creates amazing weapons. Uh-huh. He can't shoot them, but he creates them. <laughs> sure. And then I get to be the badass captain that actually shoots these things. I think that's who Kenny and, was playing. Yeah. As. Yeah, yeah. And and he's always having to outthink, outstrategize, outsmart all the big bad guys. Oh, I don't know about the strategy. Yeah, that was not me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was trying to Kenny's the guy dying. who's like Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Kenny's the guy who just jumps in. I just bait for all my other teammates. You know, uh, 
uh, guys, if you're on, uh, if you like watching streaming games, like Kenny has his own channel. Yeah, on, uh, what, Twitch. What, on Twitch, yeah. and uh, you go to twitch.tv slash crippledkenny, and I watched, you know, I never thought streaming games was going to be that interesting, but I watched him try and take a village in uh, Far Cry 4, and it was one of the most futile things I've ever seen in my entire life. But watching <laughs> One him, man with a shotgun who what, can't aim down sights trying to take an entire watching village. Watching Kenny try and take a village, like, <laughs> like, Kenny is actually in real life in a wheelchair, and I think that hindrance would have made it even easier for you I, than your actual character. I seriously would have been better in that village just running people over in my wheelchair than <laughs> you actually were shotgun. with that shotgun. And I'd be more I was stealthy, like, too, because apparently I had fucking tanks on my feet when I was so, running around that I village. never thought but, I'd be a fan of but, like streaming video, but I can watch Kenny on his channel no, play well, these video you. games over and over again. Kenny, is there a chance that maybe on your uh, on your Crippled Kenny channel you could maybe watch a, maybe play a little bit of this of lo- oh, absolutely I, I would love to like me and my I'm friends play tomorrow all this? night i'm gonna play for the first time really oh you got it are you uh, you play playing on a ps4 bulletin. right on or, what I, on playstation I, or you playing, playing on, on pc, PC? I, I don't know we're doing it at the machinima okay so so oh, matt, okay. matt says there's a live stream going on a machinima i'm guessing it's going to stream on on the machinima channel well if it's on pc right? you but if it's, on, if it's on <laughs> pc Kenny's gonna put a bullet in you. Maybe I don't know. I saw him play Far Cry Four. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, I'll put you're, a bu- things are looking pretty good, Richard. Uh, well, I'm very good at shooting my own teammates, and uh, <laughs> friendly fire is on in all of my games. Yeah, in yeah. real life too. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> in, in, in people get pretty intense. Are you ready for that, Richard? Like, like people get pretty intense online, and they say some uh, some racist or sexist or uh, homophobic things online. You know that they, they talk trash. I don't online. know what you're talking about. They're are you on Twitter? Are you on Twitter, Richard? Like, do you? I yeah, we're gonna have a Twitter party actually tomorrow night. Do you? What? Oh, it's like a key party. Yeah, uh, like a big Twitter yeah, party. We're gonna, just, yeah. we're gonna have the whole cast and crew and everybody talking about the show. So, um, yeah. do you ever get like the like the the people who say rude things to you on Twitter? I do. Like, what is the rudest but, thing know, anybody's ever said to you? But there's not, there's nothing. Honestly, I I love it all. I there's nothing really somebody can't do or say. No question, I wouldn't answer. And I mean that. Nice. So I, I don't have a I don't have an issue about all that stuff. I think Do you people, engage them? Do you go, Oh yeah, I'm gonna find you and cut your face off, wear it as a mask? I I'll have as much fun as I can. Really? Going back. You know I mean, what? it means they care. It's just a dance. Yeah. People it's are dance. just dueling mm-hmm. with words, mm-hmm. playing games, and they don't even mean half of what they say. They just wanna have a reaction. They're just it's like men who are bashing each other, which is their way of bonding. This is the way everybody <laughs> bonds. bashing each other. I think bonding. You, you know, um, Dr. Frank, who dancing. was one of our uh, Colin guests last week, uh, he described. I read a Twitter of his that uh, the tweet of his that he described us as living in an age of long distance heckling. Oh, and, absolutely. And I, and I think that was pretty that's accurate. That we, but, but so is it heckling when I respond with, um, I'm going to murder you and the rest of your family? Like, <laughs> yeah. like is that even At, legal that I say that to mother. somebody? Like, yeah. I'm, you, have to, like, you have to do the raping I'm going to remove your joke. eyeballs, no. and then to your actual skull, I'm going to... No, nah, never worry about it. Yeah. And I'm gonna that invite sounds my like your dialogue, man. Like, yeah. That's exactly what you wrote. Matt, do you write was, all the dialogue? <laughs> okay, uh, somebody call the police. Matt from WayForward calls... He writes all the dialogue, and yeah, he we probably need to keep an eye on this guy <laughs> uh matt of way forward creations wayside. aka oh, wayside wayside sorry i keep saying way forward but it's wayside and um of the criminal element how much how many years did you do in jail or in the uh, loony bin uh, on and off okay i paid my way out using my uh, okay so anyway what <laughs> But I'm glad you're here with us, Matt. I'm glad you made it through all the tough times and you're able to put this really nasty dialogue into a video game where you just murder your makes friends. It, makes it so much more so enjoyable. In the web series, is there a lot of crazy deaths? Like Are there the... crazy deaths in the web series? 
Okay, don't give too much away. I'll wait until tomorrow. I'll watch but, it. But Richard, did there's you have a, fun there, making this? There is a lot of action. Yeah. There's a lot of so really excited. hot, exciting, crazy action going on. Nice. Yeah. A lot of hot action. I've seen that on like, a few DVD hey, box sets know, as well. I'm familiar with those websites with the hot action. <laughs> I guess there's no place we cannot go. Right? A lot of hot mail on mail action. there's nothing action. we cannot say. It's true. And there's I mean, nobody right we now, can't that's shoot. That's right, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to talk a little bit more about Loadout when we get back, uh, including some of the news from this week. And uh, we'll get some of your responses to last week's Mission Objective. What movie did your friends go crazy about that you were like, dude, I thought that movie sucked? Hang with us. We're on Geekscape. We'll be right back. Hey, you. Do you want to stay up to date with all the most recent happenings in the gaming industry? Do you crave intelligent discussion on all of gaming's numerous topics? Then head over to Geekscape.net and listen to the latest episode of Geekscape Games. Coming to you at a cinematic 30 frames a second. And we don't even work for Ubisoft. Hey, Geekscapists, we are back with Richard Hatch here on Geekscape, and uh, he's just taking his time to record a little tweet secret. If you guys follow him on Twitter, you guys can check out that video. What's a tweet secret? Yeah, what is a tweet secret, Richard? (laughs) Tweet secret is having your own little reality show, getting little glimpses into your life, your backstory, what you're caught up doing, and then it goes out, and it's $2.99 if people want to have an insight into that private part of your life. And it's a great way to promote. It's a great way to build up a marketplace of people that love you. And but Tweet Secret. Yes, Tweet Secret. They had a booth at Comic-Con. Why don't you get in on that? Um, every wrestler that I know has Tweet Secret, except I think my brother. Like, really? Like John Morrison has one. Chris, uh, Christopher, Chris, Christopher Daniels has one. And, they, and CM Punk. We, we were trying to start a uh, panel at Kamikaze, and Katarina Waters and, and Christopher Daniels are just sitting there tweet secreting as I'm starting the panel. Not, not unlike now with Richard, but I'm not bothered by Richard because I'm a fan of Richard's. Uh, and I was a fan of theirs, so I, l- I let the tweet secret happen. It's okay, all good. I turned it off. No, it's all good. It's all good. You can tweet secret all you want because it's no longer a secret because we just threw it on Geekscape. So yeah. if you guys don't want to pay the $2.99, just, 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 just watch blew, Geekscape for free. Ah, just just blew it up. Yeah, we're the Sony hackers. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. So are we the people who don't want to talk about the Sony hacking because I think the hacking thing, obviously the Sony hacking is the big news. Uh, but now some of that stuff was great. And some of that stuff is like we find out about the Spider-Man movies as geeks. It's important to us to find out that Marvel and right. Sony got close to making yeah. Spider-Man movies together. And maybe the Adam do Sandler it again. stuff was intriguing. But, but but listen, this is illegal and this is invasion of privacy. And how much do uh, big media companies like uh, that own Variety and Hollywood Reporter and stuff like that have a responsibility to not report this stuff? So it because doesn't happen in the future. It just incentivizes it. Well, like the fapping, you know, like oh, that's what? illegal. Yeah. Like, like you're you encouraging more of this hacking. Is, is there a difference between if it's my personal life, right? Then mm. I think that's your personal life. Right. If it's business and it's part of a business that you are including other people in. Right. And now you're bashing them and talking them down and putting Angel, them down Angel the underbacks. I think that should be transparent. Sure. I think that's bullshit. I mean, I think that should all come out. So people can stop playing games and using And be like, the, these are the racist people that we're getting into business yeah, with. Right, they, right. they should know that kind of stuff. Well, like the stuff that came out today with the Jennifer Lawrence in, um, what was the movie that just came out with Amy Adams? Uh, no, uh, American oh. Hustle. American Hustle. And how much more she got paid than Amy? No, no. They, I don't know. No, that, no, I don't no, know. no, no, no. Uh, the, the male leads. I didn't read it. Uh, the male it. leads in that uh, got 9% on the back end, and the two female leads got 7%. 
And Jennifer um, Lawrence is an awesome. And they they had to they had to argue up because she was originally going to be getting only five. Sure. Yeah, but isn't that on like their uh, their uh, agent like their agent? Right, just but sucks? it's also like it's the glass ceiling. It's it's no, the sexism. No, it's their in agent. The... It's not the glass. Ceiling. I don't think that's true. They, unless they're age, like both their agents are females and both of the male leads are males. That has nothing know. to do with that at all. I mean, Richard, what do you think? I mean, there's obviously sexism in most industries, and there is sexism, and there probably is a glass ceiling, and it's called a glass ceiling because the glass ceiling can be broken. Oh, yeah. Right. It takes right. really strong agents and managers building a case and having somebody important enough, which they do with Amy mm-hmm. Adams and Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence right now, her agent should be able to get as much as any yeah, exactly. guy out there. Right. Right. And I think she will. And right. maybe maybe more. So she I needs to time... fire someone and be- hire yeah. someone Could... new. Well, I mean, it wasn't soon after like other people became $20 million actors that Julia Roberts, for instance, became right. a $20 million actress. You know, um, but you're right. I mean, it is a glass ceiling because it can be broken. I mean, Robert Townsend making Hollywood Shuffle in the 80s broke the glass ceiling open for people. I mean, Eddie Murphy broke the glass ceiling open. And for we are people. in the era of breaking glass ceilings. We're in the era of breaking a lot of ceilings. I think a lot of things are going to change. In I this think industry. we're in the era of patios. Where there aren't even any ceilings anymore. <laughs> patios, maybe <a> gazebo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, gazebo. Uh, like both of those have ceilings, gentlemen. Like, uh, yeah, but patios. They're lattice, like, but they're still ceilings. Yeah. <laughs> a, la- a lattice top, I think, would be nice. I can, I can kind of see where I want to go, but fuck, I'm going to have to climb. But I need a saw to get there. <laughs> I'm kind of getting a fucked up tan. <laughs> <laughs> looks like I've been in jail for the last 14 years. I look like a turkey board. look like Dan. Do frame. <laughs> oh, I mean, so so this Spider-Man stuff. You found out that Marvel and, and Sony had been talking about maybe a 60/40 share on Spider-Man and getting Spider-Man to appear in some of the Marvel Studios yeah. movies. Obviously, as geeks, we're really excited about that because to say that Spider-Man's been mishandled a little bit is, I think, something a lot of geeks share in the last couple movies. Um, but what would it actually? I like how Kevin and Jeremy are like, hell yeah, I hear that. There are engineers for the episode and they're doing awesome. But um, but yeah, I mean. That stuff is exciting, and then they take it away, and it's like, oh, yeah, those are just talks that broke down. But then here's where the leak works. The leak actually tells people that this was going on, and you see this online fervor of, wait, we could have gotten Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe? And it starts to turn the, the gears of the financiers behind Sony, and they say, wait, this is what the fans want? Let's start doing that instead of like a grown-up Spider-Man who's more right. of a vigilante than a hero, because I hate to tell you, Sony... You don't own Batman. Like, quit trying to turn Spider-Man into a Batman franchise because they're not the same characters. You can't treat them the same. You know, I'm sorry you didn't make Batman Begins with Amazing Spider-Man 1. You know, he's a loner. He's a geek. He lost his father at an early age. Yeah, it's called Batman. You don't own him. <laughs> you know? um, well, I mean, wait, wait, I mean, I think I think your point is, is good, but how much of business has to also be private? I mean... You're, you're saying some very communist things here, Mr. Hedge. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, guys, uh, if you don't have health insurance, um, it, it expires on January 1st. Go ahead and sign up for some. <laughs> like, what do you think? I mean, I well, mean, if, if your business, if what your if your strategies and things like that were made public on what your designs were uh, before you know, there, because there's have. obvious competition out there. How would you feel? Well, you know, I, I think it's hard to kind of draw a line here. In of the course, sand, but, of course. But but I think certain things. If you're designing, if you're creating an idea, a story idea, these things, these things are private until you release them, right? Yes. Right. When people steal those ideas and release them and let know, let everybody know about it, that's bad. But you know, when you're sitting there behind closed doors and you're bashing the very people that you're basically hiring and True. want to do business mm-hmm. with, I'm sorry. You know, sooner or later, all that stuff gets out anyway. Yeah, an asshole's really an asshole. And I hate to say it, 
transparency just allows, I think it changes the nature of the business. Because when people realize they can't get away with that, or if that's the way they really feel, they don't belong there. So you felt for Angelina Jolie when they're calling her a spoiled brat behind her back and things like that? I feel the fact is, is that if you don't like her, don't work with her. Sure. Okay? But don't sit there and hire her and pat her on the back and hug her in person and behind her back call her all those right. names. Especially in don't work emails. Yeah. No. Clap it on that one. You know, when, yeah. after every episode when Ben leaves because he's always like, I got somewhere to be and he acts more important than us, mm-hmm. I fucking talk about Ben behind his back all yeah, the time. Yeah, uh, I mean, all I the time, am Ben. We're just talking. Important. We don't talk about But out of ben. love, out of <laughs> right, love right. and respect, you speak I mean, for, speak I, for your, I do have somewhere mouth. to go <laughs> after this. So. Ben, do you have somewhere to go? I do. I do. No, man. He's just. So important. Is is he, and then you really? see his Instagram. And I have, just a, fucking I have an industry like, no. party. He, he's to going go to hang out with Angelina Jolie. You know. yeah. Spoiled brat. He's like, I gotta go somewhere. And then you look at his Instagram. It's pictures of his fucking head and nobody was out. <laughs> it's like, oh, here, the, here I. He's like, here's my Thanksgiving all, uh, at at Boston Market. No, no, he's, he's learning. He's learning, learning MS Paint. He's getting. Hey, I made sure that all those holiday parties I came to this weekend that I had an, at least one other person in the Yeah, it's like they... you're fucking flat Stanley. Like you're just walking around with a human corpse. You're like, hey, look, I've got friends. <laughs> they put in different what hats. Was, what was that uh, movie where you were walking around with that thing? Wicked at Bernie's. Wicked at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. Hey, ben, yeah. you need a Wicked at Bernie. I can no, arrange that just, with he's you. He's just going like this. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I, uh, see, I have friends. Human corpse. <laughs> he's like, I just made that. So mission, uh, mission objective for last no, week. Go, go. <laughs> no, Very no. strategic. The second week. Second the camera pen. Okay, so we've talked about movies, but our mission objective for Give last week was what movie... Did everybody love that you were like, wait, I just didn't get. I, I think I don't. I didn't see the movie you guys saw. For me, the example I put from this year was Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. It was super hyped. I wasn't into it. I respect the movie. I mm-hmm. think it's really well done, but like some of the character stuff is really inconsistent. I'm gonna go with Old Boy too. I'm gonna oh, piss you guys off. The original. The original. Old Boy. Yeah, it's oh. a little slow and it's amazing camera work, but uh, the ending of The Gray spoiled The Gray for me. Uh, there's just a lot of movies that like when you're White watching it, you're snow. like, what did my friends say? But uh, we've got a lot of yeah. responses. We got a lot of responses on this one. This one was like 150 like responses. 200. 200 yeah. responses. 200 oh, wow. responses. So what Frozen? Are most, what, what, uh, where are people leaning? It looks there's a lot of hate for Interstellar. Really? Yeah. Really? Why? Uh, no one really said why. People they just are just said throwing rocks it. and running away. They're yeah, there's like, a lot of that. Afford to go see it. And if I told you what? How about Hunger Games? Hunger, what Hunger Games did. That? Hunger Games did come up a bunch of times. The second. Okay, oh my good. god, that second Hunger Games, the ending. I've, I'm like, I know people that read the book. That's the point. It's like I'm just like. After after that movie, I was like, or like the last five minutes of the Hunger Games, I was like, yes, 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 fuck. So you so you didn't like? That's what em- I thought the gray was. Right? Well, the gray, I was like, dude, it. I'm gonna right. see a Liam, Liam Neeson fuck up a wolf, or vice versa. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and glass then it just ended. It just fucking ended. It. Yeah, but people he won. in the theater he didn't won. know if they had to leave. They were like, did the did, well, they, did they the break a reel? No, what Liam, happened? Yeah. It's fucking Liam again? Neeson. He took that wolf with his daughter and murdered him and <laughs> so fed him to his did little baby. The, did you like The Hunger Games? Was that one of no. the movies that you really enjoyed that everybody went crazy? I, yeah. remember, I remember coming out of... I was watching some other sci-fi movie, and I'm trying <laughs> to think of the name of it. It's, sure. it's written from a book 100 years ago, and they finally made it. Like Ender's and they're Game? on Mars. They're on Mars. Oh, 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 John Carter. John, John Carter. Carter, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which was not a good movie. But 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 I came out of that movie, which was ten times better, and I see a line around the block to go into mm-hmm. Hunger Games. I'm right. always seeing Hunger Games. I thought, well, how in the world are all these people coming to see this story? Because right. they all read the not, book. Not think, only the yeah. book. I, yeah. I didn't read the book. All I know is when I saw it, this was like a Saturday afternoon bad Disney movie. 
honestly. The mm. second one, <laughs> and, and I hate to say it, it was flat. Jennifer Lawrence was flat in that movie. It, for me, that movie just had nothing interesting. I couldn't figure out what is it, how do people line up for a movie like that and don't line up for a really good movie? Right. Because they all want their next Twilight. That's, yeah, they want their next Twilight. All, I know, but I think we're, are, we're getting older, we're in the movies. minority. I thought after they saw it, and by the way, their <laughs> yeah. parents were with a lot mm-hmm. of the kids and everybody mm-hmm. going in there, I thought, after they see this, is going to die. And then when I saw it, it just got bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger, yeah. and I'm thinking... Does anybody have any understanding or liking? Are you taking of, crazy pills? A good movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it drove me nuts. But then the second one, I had, to, I went back and I saw the second one. Second one was actually better, mm-hmm. and this last one, although the ending of the last one, which is the two part, yeah. right, yeah. Uh, was the worst for me, most benign ending. But at least it's more interesting. But I still don't understand how do you take the heroine Jennifer Lawrence. And she cries and falls apart at every single thing. Right. She doesn't care about humanity. All she cares about is her family, which I understand, but I, I don't understand the writing and how people love that character. Remember I, Claire Danes? Remember in the falls third? Apart so, and so, so, I love Jennifer Lawrence. So in the third one, she can't get her lines right to do like a PSA to like have everybody rise up. She can't get her lines Fucking right. Spoilers, so they're dude. like, let's put her on the <laughs> battlefield and then shoot her, and that'll inspire. Her. So they put her on a battlefield. They track her to this hospital where a bunch of like injured people are. The bad guys show up, nuke the hospital to hell, kill all these people, and I was like. They all died because she couldn't get her fucking lines uh, right. Let's, let's no. She's let's, a bad. Yeah, I mean, and then she shoots down the the, the ship exactly. Bone arrow. Well, she shoots down the ship. See, yeah, they, but that was they, tight, they, they bombed it. They bombed the hospital once. She shoots down the ship. The ship crashes into the hospital and kills all those people. <laughs> That's literally what happened. If she would have just gotten her lines right and like filmed the good, she PSA, killed all those people. Like, like she, those people would still be alive. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is I think I think last five minutes brought to you by movies that yeah. will take off my Netflix queue. Uh, <laughs> uh, Avatar got a lot of hate. Avatar got a lot of hate. Blue Dark Saints got a lot of hate. Avatar, you mean Fern Gully? Oh. No, no, I mean Dances with Wolves. Oh Listen yeah, up. yeah, Pocahontas. I know that <laughs> right. one. Right. And uh, Gay by Dawn. Okay. Oh, well, you're you're good. Good. oh, my movie. Listen, guys, we got more to say. We got one more segment coming up. Uh, we're hanging out with Richard Hatch. Loadout going in hot starts tomorrow on Machinima Prime. There's a lot more to talk about. Hang with us. We'll be right back. All right, we are back on Geekscape. Richard is trying to uh, get details on um, when you guys can check out his Twitter conversation with the uh, rest of the cast of Loadout going in hot. And so, all his tweet so, secrets. So Loadout is the game. It comes out tomorrow on the PS4. It's available now on PC. And it's a free-to-play game on the PC through Steam. And uh, you can go around killing, slaughtering your friends. Shh, don't you advertise um, that. There. People get PS4s and buy it tomorrow. But here's What's the your thing? Steam account you name, get it on PS4. What's your Steam account name? Yeah, well, what is your Steam account? You can mm-hmm. just find Crippled Kenny. That's it's my Crippled, name. Kenny. Crippled Kenny. Crippled Kenny. Um, I downloaded the Game of Thrones, first chapter of the Game of Thrones Telltale Games. I haven't even good? played it. No? No, I've been playing Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, <laughs> which is fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I've been playing the hell out of it. It's awesome. <laughs> I love like you and I've been have collecting. A, I've been collecting amiibos. Yeah, you know what amiibos such... are? That's what you guys got to do over there no, at uh, no, Wayside. Do not. At Wayside, we'll you guys got to make Jonathan some again. amiibos. Your, guys, your they, post. Your post was amazing. Okay, so these things are okay. So Richard, these are little toys, like figurines that you can unlock things in the game by going out and buying basically toys at Toys R Us. Putting them on your little gamepad and it unlocks something in the game that is probably already programmed into the game, and but they I want you to buy a twelve-year-old, twelve-dollar toy just to unlock it. Uh, smart so marketing. I have all but one of the amiibos, Marth. 
I'm I'm missing one amiibo. That thing is currently eighty dollars on on Amazon. Wait, it'll come back down. Nintendo will wake up. Why are up you telling this to this all your fans you. right before Christmas? We all know why you're <laughs> saying that. So yesterday, so yesterday I go for a run. Mm-hmm. I'm in the neighborhood of a Toys R Us. I need to go get uh, gas. I go to this Toys R Us. I meet Josh Jackson, host of the Geekscape Games podcast. You should be listening to after you finish this. And we we go into this Best Buy, and before the Best Buy opens, there's people crowding around, mm-hmm. and some of them are scalpers because okay. obviously if you can buy these things and sell them for forty dollars on Amazon, right. You know, these are like the Furbies of this Christmas. Right. Remember when Furby was like the big Christmas thing? Yeah. The Amiibos are this year's Furby. Or it's like the the PlayStation 3 when that came out. People would buy, sell exactly. them for like $800 so, on eBay. That's so, a brilliant idea. So really I, I go into wow. this Best Buy. They open the doors, and Josh is like a, a, an expert hunter. He knows exactly where the Nintendo section of this Best Buy is. And I just follow Josh. This guy pushes past me. Like literally, like his body touches mine. He pushes me. Like what are you talking about? Me. You run marathons. You could fucking. You, but yeah, you, but you I don't beat him there. I don't want to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger and jingle all the way and be like, like uh, you, run, you know what I mean, like chasing Sinbad before a fucking twelve dollar toy. I don't want to be that guy. So Why? I was like, I was like, because I'm a thirty six <laughs> year old man. And I don't have to, yeah, but you're already going for an amiibo. <laughs> Listen, I know <laughs> it doesn't make it, it doesn't make sense. I don't have a kid to buy this shit for. I'm buying it for myself. I'm buying it for myself. But but I I speed walk and I thought that. I'd be good enough. I speed walk <laughs> over here. Yeah, you're, this, I'm a man. No, no, hold, hold speed up. Walk there. Hold up. Yeah. Don't you say uh, I'm a 36 like, year old man and then talk about speed walking. I'm like a house. Later. I'm like a housewife in the mall before it opens. But <laughs> I'm like speed walking. <laughs> yeah. But um, but so so this dude pushes past me and he goes right to these little Macs, right? The character from Punch Out. It's the new yep. one that came out. Yeah. And he just grabs like everyone his twiggy ass little arms can carry. He just reaches them and grabs them. And I'm like, listen, douchebag. Like, I just fucking, it's a, like, don't fucking push me, right? I just speed walked here. Because here's the thing is, he's pushing other people. He's yeah. just an asshole. Yeah. So here's the problem. Best Buy shouldn't have put them on the shelves because they're not even in the system yet. So people grabbed a bunch of these when they got to the, when they got to the, you know, to the checkout. It didn't exist. It didn't exist in the system. They're like, oh shit, we weren't supposed to put those up until Friday. We're going to take each of them from you. I took oh. a picture of this guy whose only purpose for buying all these things, he bought, he was going to buy all but maybe three. Right. Uh, that they had available, and the only purpose was that he can go and post them on eBay within an hour and ruin some kid's Christmas, right? So I, I sat there with Josh and watched them take one by one each of these things out of his hands, and it was amazing. Watching a scalper with the thing he intended to scalp getting taken away from him was incredible. Uh, I think we should pho- have a drinking game with this audience of how many times uh, Jonathan mentions amiibos you, yeah. take, you take it's, it's, a half don't a shot don't, guys, don't, no, no, and you here, will here, die. Here's yeah. what we do. We don't even call them amiibo on Geekscape anymore. We call them drugs. <laughs> <laughs> drugs. Drugs. But I mean, everybody's got that. Uh, everyone like, does it. Like, like, what is the big it. thing it's that you cool want for Christmas? Do. Like for Christmas, like what is that one thing that you want for Christmas? This year? Or the holidays, yeah. I don't I, I never besides, have anything. Besides download on PS4, this uh, loadout. Yeah, loadout. That's all That's all I want. I want a PS4. Besides Richard Hatch's face on your head. Yeah. I mean, really, the Richard Hatch skin is really the... No, I have nothing. You have nothing? Peace on earth. Good will to men. I think you just want to be not be alone on Christmas. Oh, <laughs> Ben's like, now, just... now he just wants to end the sadness he feels right now. <laughs> That's all well, at least I'm going to an industry party where well, like, there'll be an open bar. Yeah. I can drown my sorrows. I don't have We're anywhere to go famous. after this. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Richard, do you remember like the Red Ryder BB gun that you wanted for Christmas? Like, What was the thing for Christmas that you wanted when you were a kid? I wanted a Rector set. Really? Oh, I wanted yes. to build stuff. Yeah. That's and now all. you're building stuff. Now you're creating And I used to get marbles, and I used to get railroad tracks, and I used to build them into these big high things and roll the marbles down, blow up other little dominoes sure. and buildings and stuff like that. Like that the mousetrap game. Yeah. 
And like only the, it worked. Why, 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 <laughs> why, why do we love blowing up stuff? Break. Why yeah, do we like yeah? Yeah, why do we like destroying stuff? Like in this loadout I mean, game. Really, like, why do we it, like it, killing it, our friends? It's, it's in our blood. I don't know. By it has way, to be for Christmas, right? Loadout. You're gonna give me and mousetrap. Yeah. Okay. I will get you the free to play game. Yeah. I will give you. Richard was like, "Can I get loadout for my birthday?" I was like, "Well." Or for Christmas, I'll I'm, I'm in the series. I'll gift it to you on Steam, Richard. <laughs> so, Richard, what else are you working on besides the, uh, all this loadout and the the BSG fandom and all this stuff? Like, what well, else? What I'm, else are you working on? I'm actually involved in a lot of things. I, I did this. They're doing this groundbreaking Exnar project, which is Star Trek Axenar. Star Trek indie film on a scale I think nobody's ever seen. Before. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And Chris Gossick and Alec Peters are writing and producing and directing this and what they've accomplished with the prelude if people want to check it out go online check it out um they raised over a million dollars just off of that and they're doing a second kickstarter campaign and they're gonna they're gonna put together they're they're renting the studios they're building the sets and i'm curious what paramount will do and i i heard you guys kind of talking about yeah this. the fact that studios spend you know they talk about making a big movie any kind of big Alone movie is going to cost fifty, a hundred million, one hundred fifty million. But you know, it really doesn't cost that much money to no. make these films. No, you just want a nice car every yeah. time you make a movie. So, so <laughs> you know, it, it, uh, under that business model, and and you know, those the way they are highly over leveraged, and the way they have it all set up, and there's just so much attached to those films that by the time they make them, they cost a fortune. And I don't even know if, if they ever actually make a profit. Right. Which I don't think anybody even cares well, about. Well, they do the fuzzy math and then show that they don't make a profit. And everybody's profit, already yeah. made their money, and so they don't even care. But the point is, you know, the, the fans are coming together and they're able to explore different areas of, of the Trek universe canon that have not been explored before. In this Star Trek accent, yeah. our guys, like, literally go into YouTube and Google it. You guys are going to watch this uh, 15, 20 minute piece and the production values are better than a lot of the actual official star trek stuff yeah, yeah. and it's got gary peters or uh, uh gary, gary graham. graham uh alec peters is a producer but gary graham is in it robert burnett who's like a huge trek nerd like i get in conversations with him and i'm like dude i'm kind of not into star trek tony yeah. todd tony todd from the candy uh, man. man tony todd i love tony brilliant todd. he's brilliant and yeah. you're in it yeah. uh but gary graham you guys know him because he was in robot jocks and in uh an alien nation another oh kenny God. johnson show that was awesome um, Kate Vernon from Battlestar. She's in it. It's as well. phenomenal, yeah. and you're involved in that. Uh, and I play a Klingon general, which oh, is the, awesome. Yeah, which is really really cool. Now, if I'm going to remove Richard's face, I want Klingon general Klingon Richard Klingon. face. Oh no! So uh, as we wrap up, Richard, where can we follow you on Twitter? Well, you can go over to, obviously the oh well at 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 Thumbfighter is my you know at Thumbfighter. Yeah, at Thumbfighter, and also go over to richardhatch.com. And you can go to Battlestar Galactica.com and find out all the cool stuff that we're putting together. Awesome. So it's richardhatch.com. That's where you find Richard. Uh, for Kenny Craig, Ben Dunn, I'm Jonathan Lennon. We're going to be somewhere else next week because of the holidays, but yeah. I'll make sure you guys get a Geekscape. Uh, and um, geekscape.net. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Search for Geekscape. Be a part of the Geekscape. We'll see you guys in the next episode. And uh, Loadout comes out tomorrow. 8 so o'clock in the morning. 8 o'clock be, in the morning. We'll be live, yeah. 8 o'clock in the morning. Watch Loadout going I'll be in hot. I'll still be up. And Kenny will be uh, playing loadout on his PC. Peace, guys. <laughs>